The Amazing People Podcast, Episode 38. Welcome to the Amazing People Podcast, where ordinary people from all walks of life do amazing things in life and business, with your host, Chip Dizard. Thank you again for uh, tuning in to another edition of the Amazing People Podcast. My name is Chip Dizard. Once again, I am just honored that you are taking the time to listen, whether you're in your car, whether you're on iTunes, whether you're on uh, Stitcher, uh, Windows Phone. I have a few uh, people that, um, you know, talk, uh, listen to me from a Windows Phone, and uh, I'm grateful for all platforms. And, uh, you know, again, I say this a lot of times, and, and it bears repeating, that I don't take this time for granted. Uh, I try to limit these under an hour and try to get them like 35 minutes, sometimes 40. Uh, but I want to make sure that the time is used wisely and that you're getting as much value from the conversations as possible. Uh, when we share stories, we just don't want to you know, share a background story. We want to share how people are doing what they're doing and, and really give some practical advice, whether it's social media, whether it's a church media, whether it's just business, uh, whether you know, whatever it is, we want to make sure that we give value. And uh, I, I'm just proud to do that uh, through these uh, 40 some episodes. And uh, we're going to keep going. So we'll keep going. So uh, let's talk about our sponsor. We're very excited to have my friends Rode uh, Microphones as a sponsor uh, from now on. And uh, I've been talking with them for a while and they have sent me some great mics and some provide some very good advice for not only podcasting, but uh, for just for just everything for my video business. I'm using their mics and uh, I, I really like them. I really, really like them. And um, I can't wait to get to Australia soon to visit them and uh, down under. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully the next year or so uh, going down there. So Rode Microphones, you want to check out RodeMics.com. And I'm using the NT2 USB. So a lot of people ask me, Chip, well, what mics do you use? Can you just use a USB? Yes, you can. Um, there are many mics you can use. Um uh, for podcasting. If you want a higher end, of course, you will have an XLR mic uh, into a mixer and you would go from there. But I, for what I use and uh, going on a software version instead of going in right into a, um, a recorder, probably I use the Rode microphone and I've been using the Audio-Technica prior to that. But I really like the sound and the look. Um, I think it's more of a look. It makes me feel like I'm really doing a podcast when I'm using this Rode uh, microphone, this Rode USB, NT-USB. So again, Rode microphones. And also, uh, I'm proud to be hosted on Buzzsprout. So uh, on the show notes, you'll see that Buzzsprout, I was on Libsyn. I have a video. Uh, Libsyn is probably the leading ho uh, podcast host. Everybody uses them. Um, but I wanted to break a away from the mold. I'll be writing a post about that, why I left. Uh, and sometimes in life, uh, you don't always have to go with the leader. Uh, there are people that are doing great work in, in, in life and in business that may be number two, that may be number three, but it's all about your experience. So it's easy to gravitate where everybody says, go to this one, this, 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 this. And Libsyn is a great company. I take nothing away from them. But in life, um, I think competition makes everyone better. Um, you know, if I was only game in town or somebody else was only game in town, that would not um, be good. Uh, my friend Amani always tells me, he said, man, there's so many hamburger joints. So why not just put another podcast? Or why not put another 
uh, hosting out. So you want to make sure you check out Buzzsprout. I have my affiliate link on there. So if you go to chipdesar.com slash Buzzsprout, you'll still see a link. It'll say Desard and you will uh, get taken care of. The guys over at Buzzsprout, Jared and the team, um, you know, for ministry podcasts, for any kind of podcasting you need, uh, I really, really recommend that you go to Buzzsprout. And so far, so good. I've been on the fence for a long time, and I finally, finally made it over to Buzzsprout. So now we're going to transition into um, a segment uh, which I always like called the Unrelenting Optimist with my friend Muta Muenya. And uh, after Muta, we'll talk uh, to our main guest, and I'll introduce her then. Hey guys, this is Mutamwenya from Mutamwenya.com, a blog that is dedicated to unrelenting optimists who know there is a big God who can use little us to accomplish big things for His glory. I have to admit, I am a conference junkie. I love learning, so naturally conferences are a great place for me to fill up. There's one thing about conferences, though. There is a whole lot of content given in such a short time, sometimes three to four presentations in one day. If it's a two-day conference, that's eight presentations with usually great content to try and process and hopefully put into practice when we get back to work. Sometime back, I had the opportunity to attend Willow Creek's Global Leadership Summit. What an amazing conference. As my buddy and I sat through each session, we were blown away at the wealth of information being deposited. On the final day, we walked out, notes in hand, with our heads spinning. How are we going to digest all of this information and effectively utilize the knowledge received? The thing is, many of us leave such conferences on a euphoric high only to land flat on our face with no hope of achieving anything we learned. I'm pretty sure you can relate. Why? Why does this happen? I believe it's one of two or more reasons, but I'll share two with you. First, I think we get information overload. This is where your brain reaches capacity and starts a mass dump. By the time you get back to the office, you can't remember half of what you learned. Second, I think we try what we learn with good intentions, but fall off because of inconsistency. I mean, life happens, right? This fall, there are some great conferences taking place. If you will be headed to one of these conferences, or maybe a general meeting with multiple presentations, you will need a plan to make sure you get the most out of the experience. Here are a few practical steps on getting the most from your next conference or meeting. Number one, take your own notes. Sometimes an outline is given or diagrams are handed out. You know, I found it best to capture only the information that speaks directly to me. Why? Because that way, when I review my notes, I know that at least 90% of the information I've written down will be content that's valuable to me and my current situation or role or job or 
you get the point. Okay, number two. Reread, organize, and internalize. In between sessions, when I'm winding down in my hotel room, or after the conference, I take the time to reread my notes. I also take the time to organize them in an easily-to-follow format. I, I use Evernote at every conference I, I go to. I take my notes in Evernote. So uh, after the conference, I organize them with bullet points and highlights and uh, uh, italicize the, the important uh, things that I want to remember. After this, I reread my notes to keep them fresh for one or two weeks after the conference. Our mind is smart. What we don't use, we lose. Number three, choose the top three. At most conferences, information tends to bleed. For this reason, I pick the top two or three points that complement each other and put these into practice. By doing this, I kill three birds with one stone. It makes it easier to remain consistent because each new practice is not fighting for mental energy. If you follow these steps, I believe your post-conference experience will be much more productive as you grow into a better, smarter, and more consistent, unrelenting optimist. So remember, take your own notes Reread your notes and focus on the top three actionable steps, principles, or ideas that you can do right away. Here's a great quote from Jim Collins I, I heard at the conference uh, I went to. The signature of mediocrity is not the unwillingness to change, but rather chronic inconsistency. Hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter, I am Mutamwenya, or catch my latest post on Mutamwenya.com. That's M-U-T-A-M-W-E-N-Y-A.com. Catch you on the next segment. Thanks so much for that segment, Muta. Uh, now, for our main segment, I want to uh, introduce you to a young lady that I've known, and I think that's doing a great job. Uh, with a topic um, that a lot of people feel is taboo. Uh, it's called Div Divorce Not Defeated. And why I, I, I know that she's an amazing person is because, first of all, to be divorced, is, and, and we all have friends, uh, if you're, you know anybody that's, that's, that's married, any parents or any uh, uncles, aunts, or anything like that, we all know someone who has gone through divorce, and, and we all know how defeating it can be. But Camille is a person that really, uh, uh, she says she's like a lab <laughs> and she's learned a lot from her divorce. Now, not only has she learned a lot, she has empowering thoughts about it. So you're going to hear from Camille, but I just want you to, to listen. Uh, not only she has built a strong community on Facebook, she, she has some empowering emails, some other things she says, but if you know anybody who has been divorced or if you, you've been through it yourself, um, even I'm married and I subscribe to her page, you know, because it's that good. And, and, and I'm just not saying that. So you want to make sure you check out this, uh, next interview with my friend Camille detail, uh, from divorced, but not defeated. 
Welcome back to the podcast with our main segment. I'm here with Camille. Thanks so much, Camille, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Chip, for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you today. Great, great. Now, you call yourself, Camille, a life hacktivist. Now, tell me, I see it's trademark. Tell me about what is a life hacktivist. Sure, absolutely. Great question. So a life hacktivist, you know, a hacktivist is someone who utilizes technology to announce a social idea or message. And so I have uh, used that moniker just because I enjoy using technology and social media to spread my message about embracing life after divorce. Oh, wow. So did this come um, after your divorce or this is something that you had or this is something that you learned? So this actually came after after my divorce. Um and the idea is just that I enjoy and embrace technology so much. You know, this is just how people gather their information these days. And so that's how we came up with the idea of life activists. And uh, just for people to know, you have a Facebook page as a very popular one. And I know you, you've been doing it. How long have you had this, this page, this Facebook page? So this uh, actual, this forum, this page has been up for a little over a year now. Mm -hmm. And you can find the page at facebook.com forward slash divorce not defeated. And when you did the page, I know there's a lot of page, you know, I like the page and some people say, what's going on? Are you divorced? I said, no, I, I just like it. You had so many good inspirational things. Tell me <laughs> about, I mean, the things, because divorce is such a taboo subject. It's such, it's looked down. Once you are divorced, sometimes people look at you as, you know, damaged goods. Maybe, you know, you, you're turning this around and you're telling people to embrace life again. Absolutely, absolutely. So like you said, you know, the, the term divorce has just such a negative connotation that goes along with it. And so we want to really change that thinking, especially for those who are on that particular journey in their life. Uh, and so we just want to encourage them and support them and provide inspirational messages for them, through, you know, daily, so that they are are not feeling so much the frustrations and the pains that come along with it. Uh, and especially also within the, the Christian world, you know, we find that, like you said, it's such a taboo subject, and, and we really don't want this to be the case. So whatever uh, I can do to help someone along in this journey is what we're trying to do on that page there. And and not only the inspiration, I know this, that you also give a lot of, um, you give a lot of, not advice, but it's a community of people. That's what I noticed about it. Tell me about the community that you that you formed since creating this page. Wow, we have such an amazing and wonderful community, Chip. So uh, this page here, like I said, started out uh, a little over a year ago, and the engagement has just been off the charts. Uh, a lot of support coming in from the people who utilize the page, supporting each other. Um, in their journey. So a lot of times it will be uh, a kind of a question will be posed to the community and everybody just kind of rallies around that person sharing their insights and, and the daily struggles that they're going through. Um, and a lot of times those who have, you know, passed a particular phase in their journey will offer some insights as well as to what can be looked forward to down the road. Uh, so the reach is widespread, and I have just been amazed at the outpouring of support from 
really around the globe. Um, I did, had no idea that it would resonate with so many people. Wow, that that's good. And I think a lot of times, you know, I hear people complaining uh, just about Facebook and they're like, you know, my engagement is down. Nobody likes my page. I mean, I know if you're like me, you get people inboxing you like my page, like my page, do this. And <laughs> you you team, seem to have a lot. You don't have problems with that. You have over 12,000 likes and, and probably more people commenting every day. Yes, this is true. And so, you know, divorce is just one of those topics. It's it's a very, very segmented uh, a market, and it's a very underserved one. There is not a lot of places that you can go and find um, the information and the support that you need. Um, and I find this to be true online as well. And people are just reaching out and searching for this type of support. You know, you can go online and you can look up uh, lawyers and you can look up uh, divorce coaches and all of those types of things. But as far as a community of people who understand your journey and support you, that was not out there. And I think that's what a lot of people gravitate to. Yeah. And and I see all of the things that, for instance, there's a post here. It talks about sometimes good things fall apart. So better things can fall together. And you have like 400 likes on there. And then you, you just have a lot of engagement on here because I noticed with this, just because you're you're into technology, and a lot of people need to hear this, Camille, is that you use pictures a lot and you use text. So tell me yes. why you use pictures a lot. Well, you know, we're all visual creatures. <laughs> so uh, the visual aspect of it is just so that it's an easy read with kind of a graphic there. Uh, and, and those types of posts do gather more engagement. It's something that the eye can gravitate to quickly, and it's something that's quick on there, and they can read it easily. Um, and so that's kind of what draws their attention. So that coupled with perhaps a couple of lines of text explaining to them, you know, why this is so important uh, will definitely increase the engagement of, of the post. Mm-hmm. And with there is um, I, I like to tease people in the in the relationship and the coaching space. There are so many experts out there on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. Oh yes. I'm, I'm no guru. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say you are a guru, but I'm saying you're more of a facilitator. And I think you're more of a, I've been through this. Here's, here's like, I'm a guide on the side. Is that, is that what you try to, you know, portray us? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, my, my role is really that of a motivationalist and a support person. Um, you know, I, I want to support you through your journey. I want to offer you some encouragement and some motivation. Uh, and, and that's the aspect that I'm really coming from. Um, because like you said, there's so many experts out there. There's, there's tons of coaches and life coaches and divorce coaches. And, and, and that uh, type of, of support that you can find. But I'm looking at it from a different aspect, absolutely. And when you when you look at this, and I'm quite sure you get uh, probably inboxed about uh, everything. You probably have heard every story known to man <laughs> and woman. <laughs> yes. So I'm quite sure you get asked for advice all the time. How do you handle all that? All the time. <laughs> well, you know, you 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 uh, you provide support where you can, uh, Chip, and then what you can't provide support on, you really have to to refer them to. Um, 
someone who can better assist them in that situation. One of the things that I really do appreciate about having this space here online, you know, I get to share my testimony with people. So, um, you know, it, it's an open forum. All are welcome. And um, But the wonderful thing is I get to say, hey, you know, this, this is, I'm a living testimony of, of, you know, the goodness of God and what he can do and the changes he can make in your life. Now, I, you know, I don't do that overtly uh, in an overt manner or an aggressive manner, mm-hmm. but it's just a wonderful way to be able to share, uh, you know, life experience and, and information with people. And, and, and I think that people are in this space and in, 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 in just your niche, people are more open to that. I think, you know, if I'm just talking about technology or just talking about that, I mean, people are at a point where they need some help or they want some help, at least what I'm what I'm seeing, you know. This is absolutely true. Absolutely true. And so with that thought in mind, you know, we're we're moving into a space where we're thinking about uh, absolutely offering some additional resources to our, our community. And we are going to be looking shortly here to have more people come on board who can who can give them the information that they're seeking out and that they need. Mm-hmm. Now, you also, um, I know that you're into technology. I know we connect on technology and you're into networking. And I remember I saw a post that you tagged me in a while ago about just a personal network and some other things. And, and tell me about just, I'm just really big into networking. I don't know why. I just, it's just, I just believe that it's just what it is. And, and, and it's really who you know and who knows you. Tell me about just networking online and how you've used it. Absolutely. You know, in this day and age, it's just something that you, that you must do. Many relationships and partnerships are formed online these days. And, and I have to admit, I have come across so many people who have been vital to the growth and success that that we're seeing over there on Divorce Not Defeated. Uh, you know, and it's as simple as reaching out and saying, you know, hey, I, I saw a post of yours. It was wonderful. I think we should connect sometime. And, um, you know, taking those conversations from online to offline. And, um, and those partnerships can garner some really wonderful things down the road. Yeah, and, and I think that most people um, are a little bit, you know, timid to ask, and because you know they they feel like they'll be turned down. And, and let me tell you something: there are many people that I ask that turn me down for interviews <laughs> all the time. But guess what? Mm-hmm. All I need is one yes from somebody, and I'm okay with that. You know, and I think that's right. You know, some people are just so intimidated by no's. Don't you? Don't you feel that way? I, I absolutely do, but this is the way that I look at it. You know, if you never ask the question, you'll never get the answer. And like you said, the worst thing that they could possibly say is no, and then you move on to, you know, your your next uh, uh, inquiry. So I, I really would implore people to kind of move outside of, of not asking because you never know who someone else is someone else knows that you might be introduced to Mm -hmm. now tell me about i want to talk a little bit about just your passions and what you're passionate about so people don't know we know you have the facebook page we know you do other things life hacktivists but what are you working on right now that you would like to share with the audience that you're really really passionate about 
Absolutely. So, you know, I'm just a tech geek at heart. <laughs> so uh, one of my loves is, is social media. Um, and so in addition to the Divorce Not Defeated, we're really looking at some ways that we can open up this space and share more information with our community, with our tribe. Um, so we are aligning ourselves with some partners who are going to help us to gather resources to get this information out to our folks. Uh, it, it will be called Embrace Now, and it's, it's dedicated to the story of emergence. And so I want everybody to look for that down the road. But in addition to that, in addition to all of that that we're trying to provide for people um, on the social aspect of things, I am just really, really trying to um, build more community and support around, around the divorce community. And 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 when you build that support, I mean, what has been the uh, has there been, you know, I know that other communities like yours, um, how, how do you how do you balance it all? Because it's so and it's, it's we're inundated with things on our news feed, on our Twitter feed. How do you how do you balance all of the things that come at you? Oh, my goodness. It's it's uh, it is a balancing act. <laughs> and so, you know, you just have to allot some time during your day to handle those types of things. So I just block out a certain amount of time a day that I devote to, uh, you know, getting on my Twitter feed or jumping into the Facebook group and, and then responding to messages. And I try to respond to every single message that I get, which can sometimes be a little overwhelming now that the community is growing, like you said. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have had to outsource and hire a virtual assistant who is who is now on my team with me. Good, good. And she is working with me to, um, you know, make that transition a little smoother for me so I can touch all areas of, of serving the community that we are building. Yeah, and, and I see you have a lot of fan uh, questions and things like that. And then your community, the, 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 the thing I love about tribes, and I know you are familiar with Seth Godin, uh, all the other mm -hmm. gurus, that, that your tribe will start, answering and sticking up for you when you can't be there you know that's the beauty of a tribe yes, <laughs> yes absolutely it's a beautiful thing uh and they do you know it's it's wonderful because they all just step in like i said and you know they just support and answer and fill in and and i think that's a wonderful thing mm -hmm. and there are a lot of people listening to this um i'm looking at an inbox message right now a friend of mine you know i don't have a, a, a active page my facebook page is really not active i'm more on youtube because more of a video guy but there's a guy mm -hmm. that's like he just wants 200 likes please like my page i'm thinking of you <laughs> you have twelve thousand in one year my goodness <laughs> You know, so I don't know either you you were just pushing this hard or what what advice would you give? Because I, are, are we too enamored with likes or should we th think of something else with Facebook? Because a lot of people who just want likes. You know what? This is what I have to say about that. And, and absolutely. When I started the page, I, I, I knew nothing of what I was doing. Uh, Mary Smith calls it a, a passion page, and that's what it started out as. Uh, and then, you know, I'm looking at these likes and the number is going up and then I'm thinking, oh, that's not enough likes. I need more. Uh, you, you know, you can have a community with just 200 likes. Um, and I think that we get ca so caught up in the numbers uh, sometimes that we lose sight of caring and supporting that community that we do have there. 
so, you know, we all started from somewhere, right? So when we first put up a page, there are no likes. Mm-hmm. And and they trickle in slowly. Um, and so, but as you start to build your community, as you start to offer value, and that's another big thing as well, you have to offer value to your community. Um, and when you do that, then the support will come. That is so that is so true. Um, there's a guy, a, a motivational guy that I follow on Twitter. I think he's on Facebook, too. I don't know if you heard his name. It's Rob Hill. Have you heard of mm-hmm. Rob Hill Sr.? And he mm-hmm. basically says that, you know, he served his audience of, you know, 25, like it was 25,000 before he got, you know, hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers or Instagram followers or anything like that. So a lot of people are looking to say, wow, you have that because and then you can look at it like, wow, I have 12,000. I need 100,000. You know, it's always Absolutely. it's always the next, you know, how, how do you speak to that? being content right oh yes being content so this is this is a very very good point uh you know like i was saying offering the value is the number one thing uh and i see this so often just going back to this really quick uh you know if you do have just the 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 200 uh don't leave those 200 hanging in the lurch because then they'll start to leave and go elsewhere to search for the information that they're needing um so, you know, as far as as supporting them and giving them the value and the information they need, please, you know, do do that on a constant and consistent basis. And that will that will definitely grow the numbers. But you do have to um, you know, be content at some point. So, uh now I have these numbers and I, I absolutely know my community uh and tribe to a T. You know, someone once said to me that the the person that you're serving uh, is who you were two or more years ago. Wow. And I just thought that was so profound because mm-hmm. absolutely in my case, you know, the people that I'm serving is where I was, you know, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have a very clear understanding of who they are and what they need. Um, and in building the numbers, though, you have to at some point, um, you know, understand them in a very very clear manner and mm-hmm. as long as you do that i think you should be content with what what community and tribe you're building um you know we're always moving on to the next thing and what's what's going to be happening next and how can i improve and how can i do this in a better way and i think that's great too but always always realize that your community is 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 first and that's what you need to be doing and focusing on. Yeah, I, I don't mean to go on and on about numbers, but I just I just know people uh, equate numbers with success, or you know, it's it's just a it's unfortunately it's a sad reality. But right. but it's just a sad reality. You know, you get on New York Times bestseller, you have this many listeners. You don't get advertisers until you have numbers or till people feel you're an expert. So, but I I think that if you serve. That's that's how I feel. I feel with my podcast and with things I do. If I serve 150 people, like I'm serving mm-hmm. 150,000 people, I'll be okay. But right. and excellence comes, you know, and, and 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 it's just like the book from good to great. If you you know you keep on at it, and and when nobody, when you don't have a big crowd, you know, you never know 
what can happen. That's right. You never know. You know, one of those people listening to the podcast uh, could be so aligned with someone else, and, and you would have no idea of knowing that. But as long as you're providing that good content and value to them, people share. You know, people share information that's valuable to them uh, because they want to be of service to someone else. So, you know, and, and that's what makes it work so well. And, and one more point, Camille, I, I had a, I wrote a blog post a while ago. I had a, vi- not a semi-viral blog post that, that went about, had about 20,000 views in one week. And after that, I was like, wow, after that, it was wow. like, okay, this is, we got shared so many times. It was just a, a very awesome. viral post. But it was like, is this as good as it gets? It was like, okay, and, you know, I mean... <laughs> You can have, it's, it's like almost you're addicted to a number or you're addicted to get money. Let's just say numbers are money. And then once you get it, you're like, okay, I got it. Now what? Right. So yeah, I, I need if, more. Yeah. Or it, and if you're never really happy or satisfied in yourself. So it, 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 it gave me a taste of, okay, I wrote a viral article. Maybe check that off a bucket list. Okay, I got a whole bunch of hundred thousands of views. Who cares? But you know, what do I do to impact people? You said it best, add value to people, Camille. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as we're adding value to someone's life, you know, and and that's really what it's all about. That's that's the passion part of of why we do what we do, you know, is that we want to have an impact on someone, and this is the way we service them and share that with them. So, Camille, so uh, one last question. I just want to know, how can people get in contact with you on your Facebook page? Can they sign up for your email, uh, newsletter? How can people uh, connect with you? Absolutely. As long as they go to our, our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Divorce Not Defeated, uh, there they can find the links uh, to sign up for our newsletter. Also, links to get on to our, uh, our mailing list and get a, a free lesson from us so that they can go through uh, a seven-day program and um, get more in mind with, with what we're doing there and start to embrace life. Now, now I have to ask this one last question. I'm sorry. Now, you're giving a lot of free resources, any premium resources, because this stuff is not, uh, this life is not free. You have to make, you life know, is not free. it's not free. This is you your time. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And, and right now, all of our resources are free to our audience and our community. Be on the lookout, though, down the line. We will start to offer some premium services to those who want to dive a little deeper and, and and have more information and resources, and they'll be able to find that information on the page ship once they get there. Okay. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time and life hacktivists, and, and we're following you and supporting you and anything that we can do, and, and, and I want the listeners to go not only like your page, to join your community, because even if you're not divorced, you can learn a lot of things from your page just in life. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure talking with you.